everyone, I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Welcome everyone, Larissa Russell from Creative You, and we're back for another episode of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. So today I have with me Chelsea Benzel. Chelsea is a master of conscious leadership for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. As a writer, mentor, and host of the And the Net Appeared podcast, she mixes spiritual tools, intuitive guidance, and personal development with a sprinkling of business strategy to help conscious leaders get their work into the world in a big way. So welcome, Chelsea. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Larissa. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I'm excited to have you. So can you share some of your story and your path that's brought you here? Yeah. Um, so, you know, thinking through the lens of creativity, but really, I mean, I feel like everything we do is creative. So let me just get right into it. I've been in business now for about six years. Um, and I started off, really, it started off from being in a place of, complete lack of alignment in my corporate job working for healthcare IT I worked in a windowless cubicle office and I got into the field of healthcare because I'm really passionate about wellness and nutrition and just really like taking care of myself although at the time back in the day I saw that very much as like strict eating very like rigid mentality around how i should live my life and how i thought everyone else should live their lives so i went into a transition from my corporate healthcare job into health coaching i just knew my time was up in that world like i knew i couldn't do the thing that i should do and be led by that that expectation to like live that very structured life of what is expected of us you know you go to university you get a good job you get married you have the house the dog the kids the whatever and I just knew in my soul I didn't want that I wanted to create a different life for myself so that was back in 2013 I started off as a health coach very like I said rigid in my like this is what you should be doing I thought I was going to teach the world how they needed to eat but what I realized from that was it's about compassion. It's about being kind to yourself. And I realized that I had turned the whole clean eating thing into another way to restrict myself and to like, I turned it into another diet, another way to fix myself. So that's evolved. That had evolved into more of a like body image coaching. And just a few years ago, it was while I was living in Bali actually. And I was very just, you know, in the flow, as you can imagine, living in a tropical paradise. And I was doing the thing I was, I built the business as a health coach or as a body image coach, but I, I knew I needed to shift gears. I knew I needed to talk about what again was like the most aligned thing for me was about helping women in business, helping women step up and get visible to grow their audience, to grow 
not even just about growing the business, but about growing the opportunity to share your message, to monetize your message, really, but to like, to put to use all of the the love the the thing that lights you up whatever it is that's inside you to give yourself that outlet and to turn it into a business to turn it into that thing that gives you the freedom to to live the life that you've always wanted to live you know i think we live in an age where that's so possible with the internet but it's still daunting and it's still there's so much inner work we have to do to be able to step up, to get visible, to love and respect ourselves enough to be like, I am worthy of taking up space and being seen. So that's what really lights me up. Um, so you can see the common thread there has been all along living in alignment and, and doing what you need to do to get out of your own way. So you can do the things, you know, like you mentioned my podcast and the net appeared. It's all about taking those leaps and trusting because you've gotten into alignment and you've done that work that the net always appears. There's work involved, but if we trust and we do that inner work and that healing, the net will appear for us in often miraculous ways. Yeah. I, I agree with that so much. I, I often say that creativity is in everything we do, right? Cause many people think creativity is like painting a masterpiece or writing a novel but it's literally in everything we do. And when I first started my creativity coaching, I ended up coaching a lot of women starting businesses because, or I started coaching them and they ended up starting businesses because, you know, there's so much creativity involved in that. And when you can step out of your own way and find what you are passionate about is so important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what does healing with creativity mean to you? I think, again, it goes back to everything that we do really is creating creative in some ways. Like, I guess another way to say that is it's our human nature. That's our natural state is to be in that flow of like letting out what wants to come through you. For me, a lot of my art, my creativity is words, writing. It always has been since I was a kid. And I find when I'm in my flow with that, when I have an outlet, and sometimes that just means my journal, like opening up my journal every morning and just writing out, you know, whatever comes to mind, that's an outlet for me. And same with posting on social media, you know, sharing my truths, inspiring others, using my words, using my outlet of my podcast and my courses and everything that I create when I'm in that flow and when I'm letting that come to the surface to be shared and seen by the world, there's a level of healing to that that goes beyond words. Like I can't, I can't fully express how that feels to just know that that channel is open in me. Mm -hmm. I'm big on energy work. Like I am a Reiki practitioner and I know how it feels to open up to that life force, to that, that energy, that flow of Reiki in my body. And it's similar to that. It's like things are aligned, things are flowing because I'm not suppressing my creativity. So whether that's words, whether that's painting or some kind of art or it's some completely, you know, something completely abstract, whatever your form of creativity is, it's like when we give ourselves permission to open, open that channel that's when our, our life force energy can flow. And 
it's no wonder that in that sense, creativity is healing on a physical, emotional, spiritual level. Yeah. Yeah. I so agree with that. I so agree with that. And so do you think there's a driving force that inspires you? I'm big on universal energy, universal intelligence, God, universe, angels, whatever your, whatever you believe in. Um, but I, I believe that there is something bigger than me that connects us all. And that's really it. It's like, so like I've mentioned, being in my flow, opening up my creativity is one piece of that. But if I can help others to step into that for themselves, it helps the greater good because we're all connected, because we're all one. And that's really my driving force is like, it's not about God, some guy sitting up in the sky that I need to please and I need to like be on my best behavior for. But it's that that energy, that source energy flows through all of us. So I'm really driven by helping other people step up into their greatest potential and living that out. Because if each individual on the, on the planet does that work, we'll be living in a different world. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And it, and it's so true that that connection with all and the, um, like, I, I believe that all entrepreneurs in essence are ser serving others, right? That is why you go into your own business to serve others. And some people get hung up on what's in it for me. But if you do that, you, you lose what you're actually trying to do, I feel. And so when you think about that sort of bigger picture of serving others and that connection to people and connection to source, it, it, you know, it, it brings everything into alignment. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. And so has there been a past pain that's informed your life purpose? I mean, I feel, I find if I were to talk about pain, it would be really that pain of being out of alignment of living a life or going down a path that I know in my soul is a no, but I'm doing it anyway. Like that to me is the worst pain imaginable. You know, we can talk about details within that and the things that are going to come up as a result of that but that's the root cause of any pain of any discord in my relationships of any um you know like I could talk about I had really poor health when I worked in that job that corporate world but I mean to even talk about that would be sidestepping the root of that which was I was living out of alignment and so that really is the, you know, if there were, if there's one thing that I could point to, to answer that would be a hundred percent. Is that just like the feeling in my body, the discord, the disconnection to source, to myself, to my soul, that's the most painful thing I can imagine. And so that's like, you know, on one hand, that's a, a negative, but it's also like, thank goodness for that, because that's a contrast of like, okay, I don't want to live that way. So how do I want to live? And then I can bring that into how I operate in the world, into how I, I move about my life. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting. I think about, you know, when I used to work in a corporate job and like cubicle and, and all of that and, and just how unhealthy that situation was for me and many people that I knew there, right? Um, and then as you start to bring yourself into alignment with your, your own authenticity, your own authenticity, 
which is what I do with the women that I coach is help them come into their own authenticity to bring themselves into that alignment, right? And so many of them either leave relationships or leave jobs and, you know, find, you know, even though it's hard work and you have to work on yourself, once you start to step into your own authenticity, everything becomes aligned, right? And yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's beautiful work to do. I love doing it. And I think you do too, right? I In the do. way that you do it. Yeah, yeah. So what, what would you say is your favorite creative healing modality for yourself? For myself, it's definitely writing. I just find there's such depth that I can access through expressing myself with words. I've never really been one for like art in the sense of painting or write or um, like drawing or whatever. And so even coming onto this podcast, I had a moment where I was like, but I'm not creative because when I think of creative, I think like art that you would see in a museum or not even like it's not about level of whatever, whether or whatever be in a museum or not, but put a paintbrush in my hand. I have no idea what I'm doing, but like get a keyboard or ideally pen and paper in front of me and I'm the happiest I can be and I feel the most expressed I can be. So definitely would be words. And I'm playing around with that too with the whole podcasting thing because it's not just the written word, but it's just having that, that expression, that connection. That's how I feel, how I see it. Yeah, and, and creativity really is that expression, right? So however you express yourself, and for some people it might be baking, for another, it might be gardening, you know, a podcast or starting your own business. It's not just about picking up a paintbrush and, you know, or knowing how to draw or whatever that is. And if that's your creative outlet, that's great too. Uh, but creativity is in literally everything we do. So, yeah. Yeah. So then what would you say is your greatest accomplishment to date? Oh, that's such a big question. <laughs> I feel like when I feel into that, a lot of imposter syndrome comes up. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say because it's hard to toot your own horn, I think, and to be like, oh, I'm great. Look what I've done. But I just feel like, you know, no surprise, the biggest achievements, the biggest accomplishments, the biggest milestones or anything that I can look back on my life and be really proud of myself is when I've said yes to my soul and to my knowing of what I need to do. You know, and again, I could, I could give you details of that, but that again is going to be the core of it. But with that, an example would be, you know, usually my default example, if I were asked that is all throughout, um, you know, probably from 16 onward, I knew I wanted to be a Bikram yoga teacher. I was just like, that was my thing. I didn't even care about going to university. I almost didn't go to university because there was this funny age restriction that I needed to be, I guess it was 21. And I thought, okay, well, I can't go until I'm 21. So I'll go to university. I'll do the thing that's expected of me. But as soon as I graduate, I'm going and I'm doing that thing. That's a super intense like rigorous training, two 90 minute hot yoga classes a day with lectures and clinics and all sorts of things in between. I knew it was this big achievement, like this big massive thing that not many people do, but I knew in my heart I needed to do. And sure enough, 
I went to university. I'm kind of glad that I thought that age limit was really strict. Turns out it wasn't. And I could have gone when I was like 17, 18, but I'm glad I didn't know that. Anyway, I went, I seen the first opportunity that I went, that I had, I went out of university and it's like, it felt like a big check mark off the old bucket list because it was like one of those things that I knew in my soul, I really, really wanted, I was being guided towards and I said yes to it. So it's not about sitting here and saying, oh, I did this nine week, really intense teacher training and I'm super proud of that, I am. But what I'm more proud of is that I followed through on the thing I knew I really, really wanted and needed on some level to do. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's huge, right? Because so often we don't follow our soul or our dreams or what we just feel we need to do because it, it's not, um, I don't want to use the word alignment again because, you know, I think of alignment differently, but it, it doesn't line up with our expected life path, right? That go to university, get married, have kids, you know, work at a job forever, although now it might be four jobs in your life or whatever the number is now, you know, that sort of thing. And so having that dream and actually doing, doing it is a great accomplishment. It's a great accomplishment. Especially when it goes against the norm or what people expect of you or any of that, that takes courage. It's not easy. And it, I think it goes against a lot that we're hardwired into believing I'm only safe if I'm accepted by the herd but that's just not true anymore. So yeah. we have to like pump ourselves up sometimes to do those things. Yeah. And, and we're finding now as the world is opening up to us with, with the uh, internet and everything, I think even COVID has really done this, but there's, there's a herd for everybody, right? You don't have to follow the mass herd. <laughs> you can follow the smaller herd that, you know, is in alignment with what you want. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Find your people. Find your people. Yeah, they are out there. They are out there. Absolutely. There are some very interesting niches in business um, or just in, you know, hobbies and things like that that may not be my thing, but there's there's a following for it, right? I'm always amazed at the, the types of things people come up with and then share with so many people. It's like, okay, that's cool that there's you found a group of people that, you know, you're heard. Yeah. And I find when we suppress who we really are in an attempt to be accepted, we, on the one hand, don't feel fully expressed and like we're seen and held and loved as who we are, but also the people who would really resonate with us if we let them see who we really are, don't get that opportunity because we've been living under this story that that doesn't exist, that herd isn't out there for me, that no one's really going to get me. So that's where a lot of that inner work and that healing and self-love and self-acceptance comes in so that you can be like, no, you know, I am good as I am, all my supposed flaws and imperfections. And then when you can learn to embrace them and you can show up from that space and own it, people are like, oh, I really see you now and I actually really love you. And the women that I work with and, you know, I, I deal in authenticity and stepping into your authentic self. And it, we use creativity to sort of help with that in uncovering those blocks and the stories we tell ourselves. But when we step into that authenticity, we go through this sort of um, baby deer with un, unsettled legs, right? Like not not quite sure where we stand in the world. We don't really fit into where we were and we don't really fit into our new space and 
but once we can stand firm in who we are, it's so true that um, our people come, the people come and they, you know, we find each other. And when you can express from your most authentic self, you will find the people who are supposed to be men, like are supposed to be in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's... So if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would that be? I would say hands down, just helping or having women have the confidence to step up and own exactly what we've just been talking about, who they are, their authentic selves, and almost like broadcasting it to the world, you know, to step away from that mentality of this is what you should do. This is how you're going to be accepted and, you know, what you need to do to move through your life and retire. And then one day you can live the life you really want to live. It's like, no, I would really love to live in a world where we see the evidence of what's possible if we really follow the pull of our soul to step into something greater, something that feels like a full yes, not a, oh, this is what I should do. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I've made that my mission in my work is to, you know, not only showcase evidence of that through my podcast, but then in my actual offerings and my coaching and my courses, it's like giving people the actual tools to be able to make that happen for them. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it's important because so many people, we get so stuck in what we're supposed to do or what we think we're supposed to do. Right. And so learning where to find those tools is really important. So yeah, I think that's great that you do that. And so what inspirational advice would you give someone who's struggling? Oh, that's a big one because it's so specific. You know, I think the, my best advice isn't going to come from me, if that makes sense. My best advice would be find a practice to connect to your higher self, whether that's journaling, meditation, breath work, going for a walk in nature, but it's, you know, stop listening to what other people have to say for you and tap into your own inner voice and trust it. Know that you can trust it, that it is safe to trust that. And when you can do that, you access a level of confidence and a level of trust in your own intuition so that you can, you can use that as your compass in whatever you do. And you don't need to look to anyone else for advice. You know, you have that power. You're more powerful than you realize. And I think, you know, even if we, we know that, you know, I still have moments where I, I step out of that or I lose sight of that. I get buried in heaviness and stories and beliefs that don't serve me, but we always have those tools to come back to. We can always just in a nanosecond, like it doesn't have to be go sit on your meditation cushion or whatever. It's like, just simply setting the intention to feel better, to choose a different thought, to choose a way to feel just slightly better and step back into, you know, you might not go from completely struggling and feeling really low and you're in pain and things aren't working to, oh my God, life's amazing. We have to feel that in between stuff, but sometimes it's just setting that intention to feel slightly better you know, slightly more fulfilled, slightly more clear on where we're heading, whatever you need, but just like a little bit better. And then that starts to snowball. And then eventually you do get to that joy and that love and that ecstatic vibration. But it's not about 
good vibes only and like love and light only, we're all going to navigate that whole spectrum of emotions, but knowing that we each have the power to shift further upward at any moment. And it's so true. And, and the more work you do on yourself, the, the quicker those things happen as well. It doesn't mean you don't ever have those, you know, despair or, you know, a, a bad day or whatever it is, but you learn how to use the tools that you've gathered throughout your journey to move through it faster and, and more uh, succinctly. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. So what inspirational quote, or do you have one that sums up your life journey? Oh my goodness. You even gave me a heads up that you're going to ask me this. And I'm like, mm, I, don't, I don't have one that comes to mind. Probably be, would be something from like Elizabeth Gilbert from her book, Big Magic. I'll just say that whole book can be a quote for if you're looking for something or, you know, one of the gems that I've dropped in this podcast. But um, I guess that kind of goes back to my, my belief that, you know, any inspirational, any true inspiration for you isn't necessarily going to come from someone else. And if we do, you know, rely heavily on outside inspiration, we're kind of missing the point. So a quote for you could be step back into your own power and harness the, the clarity of your own intuition. I like it. <laughs> Chelsea Benzel. <laughs> I had that conversation with somebody recently about why do we not use our own quotes? Right? Why do we always quote someone else to express what we already say? Why are we not using our, <clears throat> why are we not using our own quotes? Yeah. So thank you for sharing your own quote. I love that. My pleasure. So is there anything else you'd like to add that maybe we haven't discussed yet today? I feel like we got really, like really deep, really fast. You know, I, the, my main message in the root of it is always like, you are the most powerful source of inspiration and guidance that you could possibly imagine. So anything else that I would add in terms of advice or a drop of wisdom it's just going to be kind of surface level because the biggest thing is go inward, go into your own heart, drop inward, even, and especially when you don't want to, you know, I find in those moments that we're especially in pain and not necessarily big, dramatic, chaotic pain, but just like going through something that we'd rather not feel. It's so easy to numb out. And I still, I catch myself when I do that. Like today I had something I knew I needed to process. I knew I really didn't want to, but I said to myself, you know what, Chelsea, you're going to get your journal out and just write one page, just write, start to finish top to bottom, one page of whatever needs to come up. And sure enough, stuff came up and I kept writing and writing and I like got to the root of it and cleared it, but I didn't want to. So especially when we don't want to, I think that's when it's most important that we do that work and just like commit to it, commit to what's on the other side of that, of how good it's going to feel to, to move through and heal whatever needs to be looked at and, and brought to the surface. Yeah, I guess yeah. there's your extra bit, extra drop of wisdom. But again, it just goes back to like coming back home to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So important. So important. And so you have a free gift for our listeners your magnetic mindset mini course. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we, okay. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and we'll make sure they have the link? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so I created a three-part mini course really to share my methodology, how I work with manifestation, uh, going through the act of like getting clear on what you want, moving through resistance that comes up on like, okay, I know I would love to live this kind of life or have this kind of relationship or business or whatever, but often stuff comes up, stories that tell us we can't have that, we're not worthy of it, whatever it might be. And so I share my tools that I use to work through that and then stepping into the receivership of it because that's a different energy, you know, stepping into or moving through the stuff to get to a place of believing we're worthy of it. But then also just like clearing that and then moving into the vibrational match of what we actually want to call in. So I walk you through that in this three-part mini course. Uh, to get it, you can go to chelseabenzel.com slash MMM dash opt-in. Um, maybe we'll add that to the show notes so they yeah, can we will. <laughs> MMM dash opt dash in. Um, yeah. And then you can go through that. And if you do, I would love to hear from you. You know, you can reply to any of the emails where you're sent the, the videos and come find me on social media too. I'm really active on Facebook and Instagram. Those are kind of my main platforms right now. And I respond to every messenger, every, like, if you reach out, you will actually connect with me. And I love that human connection because when we're behind these screens or, you know, I'm in your ears right now and it almost is like we're a bit removed from each other. We're plugging into each other's energy, but it's still not that full connection. So I'd love to take it that extra step and actually get to know the people who are coming into my, my spaces. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It it's such been a, a wonderful discussion. Yeah. yeah. And so to our listeners, we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Have you seen the books that I've put out? If you don't know me, I'm Larissa Russell, the owner of Creative You. I currently have a few books available on Amazon, titles such as Gratitude, How to Live with Joy and Gratefulness, A Happier You in Five Minutes a Day, plus the international bestseller, The Power of Why. And coming later this year is Total Disaster to Total Master, Seven Steps to Your Authentic Self. Click the link below to purchase your copies now.